What's good with it? A couple years ago, I did a piece called Myths and Money and Mackin. And essentially, I broke down a lot of misconceptions males have when it comes to being able to acquire females. I went in depth as far as uh, how I got into pickup, some of the reasons for it, some of the um, falsehoods as it pertains to that. And I kind of gave a basic template for the average male to acquire options. So he's less likely to make vast mistakes when it comes to dealing with females he has currently. Once he already has, not just once he's trying to get all the mistakes that we make, typically. So yes, many of the poor choices you make are because you do not have the the options you prefer. And most actually take what they can get and that's it. Like, okay, this seems like the best I'm going to do. Let me tap out here. It doesn't have to be that way. And I talked about that. And I said that the fact that you do not have an exceptional amount of money is not the hindrance you think it is. And what reminded me of this and why I'm doing a part two, two years later, is because I was in a grocery store the other day. I jump out the uh, ride share, Lyft, Uber, whichever. Can't remember at this point. But I jump out in front of the Whole Foods, like I normally do around this area. And I see somebody who looks like someone I know. He had a mask on, though, so I wasn't sure. So I walk into the store behind him, stand right in his face. You know what I mean? So either he's going to recognize me, it's him, or I basically have to explain to some stranger that, hey, I thought you were somebody else, whatever, whatever. Turns out to be the person I knew. Now, I met this dude in 1999, 24 years ago. And I probably ain't seen him. I don't believe it was a full decade ago, but uh, something along them lines. So he looked a little taller than I remember. Um, but by the side of his face, I pretty much gathered it was him. 
So we're chopping it up for a minute. He let me know what he been doing, what his son been doing. And then within the first couple of minutes of the conversation, he looks a little bit behind me, like in the distance. And it's like, hey, that looked like so-and-so. So I knew who he was talking about. He mentioned the ball player, which this guy loves sports. So he would recognize a player. It makes sense. So I turned around, you know, thinking I'm going to have to look through the crowd to figure out where he is. But, man, I'm forgetting this guy's about 6'9", so... He's all you see. Now you can't miss him if you look up there. So I said, yeah, that's that's probably him. So I turned back around and started talking. I was going to keep it at that. But, of course, him and the female he was with came around to where we were. We were in the fruit section. And, of course, my guy's like, man, you know, he introduces himself to the ball player and we chop it up for a second and I didn't think too much of it you know part of me was like man do not act funny and bother this cat and hound him about basketball he ain't trying to hear that right now be considerate that's what I think about people in general be considerate do not overwhelm Um, especially because he's a younger guy. I don't even believe he's 30 yet. I doubt it. So the ball player I'm talking about. So you as an older male, you should see this as an opportunity to impart some knowledge on this kid, something he could use. If you're going to say something quick, quick one, two-minute conversation, give him something he can use. The encouragement was great. Told him he was doing good and whatever, whatever. And then he asked him some basketball questions. Nothing major, nothing big. But what I took away from it and what I was thinking is like, man, if you got a few seconds, it was nice that you encouraged him. So we're going to give you props on that. But it had me in the mindset of, I just want to say something and send him on his way, you know? You got to think. When you, he gets around the corner and somebody else recognizes him, what they going to do? Ask him the same thing again? But my guy was cool. He held his composure, you know. He let main man step off, chopped it up for a second. That was that. So when I, I stepped away from the guy I was talking to initially, I thought about it. I said, number one, with a lot of males think is that if a ball player is around, if you're a famous person, everything just stops. You know, like any females running over to hanging his arms, it ain't nothing like that. Had he not mentioned this was so-and-so, that guy probably would have walked through most of the store and maybe a couple people would have recognized him. Because he's so tall. If you think he looked like 
this guy, and then he's 6'9", okay, that's the stamp on it. But it wasn't like he was in there with the most knockout female ever. and Because we think that a lot of times. They got access to females you don't have access to. That's a lie. Right? You believe that. That's untrue. He's them, anybody you can think of, is pulling from the same pool of females that you are. He can't get the anomaly female who's not an earthling. So he only can pick from what's here. Anybody. I don't care who he is. He got to pick from these regular joints. So to think because this guy's a rock star, he has, yeah, he's going to have a contingent who's going to deal with him because he said rock star. But it made me realize that no matter who you are, there's always somebody or a group of people who don't know you. So because he wasn't LeBron James, you know, it wasn't so obvious. Like, okay, we know him, we know him, because that's going to kick off chaos if LeBron is in the house, because it just will. You know, a healthy chaos. It ain't going to be nothing bizarre, but you can't escape the fact and ignore the fact that LeBron James is there, you know, because they pump people up to be larger than life. When you see them a billion times, you know them. They don't know you. But anyway, because he was a, a good ball player, a basketball fan will know him. People who know their current players. I don't know too many of the current players, but I do know him. So that to say, he was not with the most oh my goodness, female, I could never get in my life. No, not the case. And we don't know that they were together. It could have been his cousin or something. I don't know, you know? But it wasn't like I thought, oh man, I can't get action and nobody in here because he's here. In fact, I was looking at one joint in the distance and thinking, should I chop at her or should I not? behind the guy I was talking to. Like, he was seeing a ball player behind me and I was seeing a broad behind him and thinking, like, okay, when I wrap up with him, maybe I go chop her, maybe I, I won't. I was thinking of it. But it wasn't like when I recognized, oh, that's so-and-so behind me. It wasn't like, oh, man, now I don't have action at the broad because this guy's here. It ain't like that. And yes, it would be beneficial if a broad was wise. Yeah, if you got two guys here, me and him, why not pick the one who will have you financially stable for the rest of your existence if he decided to deal with you in that fashion? I mean, you know. But just saying that was an option for you and we both were into you equally, some random female, yeah, I would say, hey, uh, get the guy with that male. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> it just makes good sense. That's a hell of a tiebreaker, isn't it? So, but it wasn't like, because he was in there, I'm like, I had to reconsider him. Maybe I can't, maybe I shouldn't. Maybe she's not going to pay me any thought because the ball players here. Number one, who's going to know a ball players here? I wouldn't have known it had the person I talked to not said nothing. But it, it wasn't that. I could just feel that when I sat down. I felt just as powerful, just as everything as I do sometimes. So that is for you 
who thinks that he's out of your league because he has more. Think of it on a smaller scale. Walk through a neighborhood and see the people who come outside. And let's just say you don't have a house. You don't have a car. But then somebody who comes out of his townhouse, regular Joe, has a house and a car. So by who has more standards, he has more. Are you threatened by him? No matter what he looks like or... And most people are just average looking to us. So you mean some random Joe walks out of his house, gets in his car, and you're just shut down? You don't have an answer or action for no females on the scene? No. So get that out of your mind that you have to have a trillion dollars. You just need a nice, clean campaign. That's it. Mainly, it's what you think of you. Not much other than that. And, you know, we still have the same issue because we don't make it a point to rectify the imbalance. As a man, you need to actively campaign. This can be seen as uh, semi-controversial, all right? But until you find somebody and you believe and you decide to stop and invest yourself, what you have, your potential into this partner you have, you need to still be acquiring, actively campaign. Do not stop. It takes you longer to get traction. It takes you longer to get momentum than it does a female. And if you come into a situation a little more needy, with a little more lack, with a little less validation, you're going to feel like you need to do more to prove yourself and all this. And I came up with something earlier too, by the way. A level you want to get to is that you know, we think small-minded a lot of times. We think because, I'll paint a scenario for you, okay? Let's say you're at a party. And you have it in your mind that you want to be the most top-notch looking, the most smooth man in the building. It's tiny-minded, but it's not it's something nice to aspire to. But I'm finding more as time goes on that something I heard uh, the pimpin say way back, he wants his nails 
to be longer than hers. He wants his hair to be longer than hers. And I didn't quite fully get that, especially as those examples, because you would think that almost sounds like you want to be more feminine than the female. What he was saying was that you want to be flyer than the female. So you want to keep it as pure as possible. You don't want to be thinking like, okay, let me nudge this guy and make sure that um, I down talk the next guy so she thinks he's not what he is and to get an edge, to be the flyest guy there. But you got to think like this. When you go to a party, the female's usually not trying to get someone that night as you typically are. See, a lot of us, we go out, we think if we're one of the better um, put together or higher ranked males in the room and we get the VIP section that we'll get the female we want for the night because, hey, logic, none of these guys are bigger than me. They're not... Um, a bigger and better catch than I am. But it's not about that because they can come in and leave with nobody and it's a successful night because they're going to get attention. They're going to dance. They're going to be loud with their girls so people watch them. They're going to, as they say, stir up the crowd, the Halle Berry joint, get their attention, step off. And they don't need to hook up with you for the night. So it doesn't, mean that by default because you may be uh, flyer than the other guys that you are necessarily going to leave with who you want that night or with contacts of someone you want that night because remember they have orbiters they have an abundance of attention they have whatever males they're laying with on a consistent basis And by this imbalance, we typically do not have the same. So you being flyer than other males doesn't necessarily mean you do any better than a seven at night or some six. And you don't have to be the flyest male in the room to get that. <laughs> you know? Any any of them can get that, essentially. So I know we wonder sometimes why it doesn't equate into what we want every time. But anyway, back to what the P.I. said. You want to be flyer than the female because if, in his case, if you're the pimping, you have to be flyer than the broad. So there's no question that you are a step up. There's no question that you are opportunity. Not that you're interested. You're not interested. You are opportunity. And there ain't nothing she got on her that she can accentuate that's louder than you. So you may not necessarily have longer nails or longer hair but what that's saying is 
she has to recognize and internalize. And you and her both know that she ain't got nothing on you. It don't mean running that goofy and compete with the broad. Oh, I look better than her and I look better than you. No, 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 no. You step out on your full potential with your mindset in order. With that earth-shattering, deafening aura. Man. <laughs> There's nothing she can wear that's so short there's nothing she can wear that's so revealing that if you are the real thing, it won't even move you. There's nothing that can compete with you being manly, the man. It ain't about the other males in the room. She needs to know, in the PI's case, why she should pay you for your information, for your mindset, for your vision, for your clarity, for your calm, for your contentment. She wants to be a part of that. I am not that. I don't have that. I understand clearly why I need to choose up with you. That. So be fly than the female. You wouldn't want to start off on the incorrect foot, would you? Order. You should come in. If you two are going somewhere together, or happen to be at the same place at the same time, she should look like a decoration on your arm. It should be clear that you're it, she's around you. Not... You stepping out, and I'm going to make these guys jealous. Look what I got. Imagine when I pull up, ride my XYZ, and I step out with who I'm going to be killing. No. Because if your intention is to show, look what I got, she's flyer than you. There it is. That's real. But obviously what I'm saying at this point, you gather, is that it's not uh, you playing dress up. There's nothing you can wear that makes you escape who you are. You can't pretend long enough. That old clock strikes midnight. That's the one. You can look how you want. And as I stated in the first piece of myths and money and macking, you can play the part. You can look the part. But you can't hide being game goofy. So if you do not know what to say, if your speech is not up to par, if your vocabulary is not up to par, if your intentions, if your gravitas is not impeccable and up to par, if you're not somebody, it's going to show. You're not playing dress up here. That's just to catch an eye, have somebody look at you a little bit longer. 
make it more likely that they'll look at you, make it more likely that they'll want to engage and stay in the conversation long enough to find out who you are and what you present as opportunity. But after that, you got to speak. Not just talk. You need to speak. Remember, statements, directions, and questions. You're either making a statement, you're giving a direction, or you're asking a question. Limit the wasted uh, mind racing, like your mind's all over the place. So we need focus, clarity, limit the over-speaking for no reason, be concise, and give each thought, word, and action its proper weight. Meaning, don't do things in body language that gives unclear directions. Do not do things in body language that misrepresents you. Come on. That's a little advanced because it's not a simple concept to carry out. We strive not necessarily for perfection, but we strive for the pristine version of ourselves, you know. But there's something quick to think about. For my men, and obviously, females is no different. In their case, their cooperation needs to be up to par. You know, I just say vaguely, just to tack on to the end of this here. The biggest problems females have is that incalcitrant thing where they have to run their mouth and roll their neck. It, it's out. Recognize who you're speaking to. And if he's fly, comply. There it is. If he's fly, comply. Simple. I package that nicely. That's it. If you recognize he's it, because I have noticed this. In the female's case, if you're angry, it will show. I'll have the same broad hate on me or be upset when I'm doing good and then have vitriol when they can point to an area where they feel I'm not doing good or I do not meet some type of standard, imaginary standard that I don't have or that they have or pretend they have to try to get a reaction out of me. You're angry when I'm doing good and you're angry when you perceive I'm not doing good. So how about you're just angry? So we'll say that, females, because that does not represent all of you. But hey, 
pleasant demeanor do not make it difficult to deal with you. That's the greatest thing. Do not make it difficult to deal with you. If he's fly, comply. But even more so than that, be kind, be pleasant, and be great. Freeze this, freeze that.